You're listening to Satellite Sisters. What's a Satellite Sister? The person you call when the best thing in your life happens or the worst. The person that gets you up, gets you going, and gets you through. And every once in a while, changes your mind. This podcast is part pep talk, part weekly check-in. Like grabbing coffee with a friend. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Satellite Sisterhood. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. We're so happy to have you here today. I'm Leon Dolan here in Los Angeles. I'm a writer, producer. I live in Pasadena, California with a couple of grown sons and my big dog, Steffi. I'm Liz Dolan. I'm here with Leon in the Wondery Sunset Studios. That's where we record on Sunset Boulevard in West Hollywood. But I live in Santa Monica in the other direction uh, from Leon with my dog, Hooper. Oh, well, I'm Julie Dolan. I'm the oldest sister. I have a dog, too, now, Oliver, (laughs) who's a year old. So I live with him. Uh, This week, I'm in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. I'm an empty nester. I have two grown sons. I'm an urban nana. I have five grandchildren, uh, which I'm very proud of. And I'm happy to be with you both, sisters. And Julie, what did I entitle this episode? What is this episode? Prepare to hodgepodge. That's That's right. Can you can you break that down? Can sure. you explain what that means? A little behind the scenes here. We're wrapping up our season. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're recording two shows today. Mm-hmm. So today we're doing this week's show you're listening to right now. Yeah. This is our prepare to hodgepodge. And then next week is our full summer hodgepodge show. <laughs> but we're also recording that today. Yeah. So just, and the hodgepodge, it's the indication that there's no driving mm-mm. theme no. for this show. No. It's just, well, basically, we're staying away from all news stories. Yes. That's, that, that's, yes. I know. Well, except the really important ones that are focused on weddings, Julie. <laughs> we're going yes. deep into some wedding news stories. Uh, yep. Let's see. What else do we have? Well, you have a couple of news stories that are related to the moon and yes, the, the moon, space right, race. Right, of course, yes. the you know the moon landing anniversary, and then the entertainment I'm seeking. Now that you can no longer even turn on your TV because the news is so horrific, spending a lot of time on YouTube. Have a couple of recommendations <laughs> of just super fun YouTube videos you need to watch. That may be a new low for entertaining uh, sisters. I know. I got halfway through Chernobyl and I just had to take a break, <laughs> so that's why I went to YouTube. I mean, the day Liz Dolan recommends YouTube videos is the day news is okay. dead. I mean, okay, that is really it's the begin it's the beginning of the end. Wow. <laughs> All right, uh, but last week I previewed uh, that I was going to talk about like what my husband and I did for couple time on our week's vacation at uh-huh. Rancho La Puerta. Okay, yes. so I was okay. at a health and wellness spa in Tecate, Mexico. I was writing a a story for Pasadena Magazine, which will be out in the September-October issue. And so I brought my husband along because the story pitch was, you know, two type A's go to a health spa. Can they actually relax? Oh, yeah. That was the pitch because we've just had both of us individually have had just a long, long, long work years. So the last like 14 months for him and the last 12 months for me, we've really almost been working seven days a week, super mm-hmm. long days. It has meant like not a lot of together time. Okay. And so we, I thought like one, we need this and two, it's a good pitch for a story because I was curious actually if my husband could relax. <laughs> 
And I, mean, I bet he was thinking the same thing. Perhaps. Yeah. I mean, you about guys, you. You got, yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys know him. He's not that relaxed. No, he's not. <laughs> yeah. No, I was. I was at your house for before the engagement party. Yeah. And you two, you could, you two were go, 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 go the whole time. We had a lot to do. We had a lot to do. Your in husband a short time. is a man of action. He's he just is. a man of action. He is, and he doesn't. There's. He can't think of a worse vacation than sitting on a beach, mm-hmm. relaxing. Like mm-hmm. that to him yeah. is. There's no point in that. Mm-hmm. Like if he's not doing twenty things in a day. Hmm. So, but I really wanted us to make a concerted effort. So I had a couple goals, like let's do some together time, let's do some relaxing, and we have to do it for the article. So I said, <laughs> okay, we need to do one guided meditation class. Uh-huh. All right. I want us to do that. I have been trying for 26 years to get him to take yoga. Almost every week when I go to yoga, I say, would you like to come to yoga with me? And he says, no, I'm not ready yet. For 26 years, he hasn't okay. been ready. Okay. There's hiking on the menu at Rancho La Puerta. Yes. I'm not a big hiker. Your favorite hiking. I, as you know, very vocal non-hiker, but he does enjoy it. So I thought, okay, well, maybe I could just try a little bit more. I could put myself out there for that. Okay, okay. we're going to do that. Uh, they they offered hands-on cooking classes there. A wonderful chef from Los Angeles, Valerie Gordon, came. You get to go to the cooking school, prepare dinner. I... Enjoy that. Mm-hmm. I prepare 99.9% of the meals in our house, and I have for 26 years. And you're good at it. And and mm-hmm. thank you, Liz. Mm-hmm. And he does nothing. <laughs> so, Well, he enjoys your cooking. He does. I mean, that's, I yeah. mean he appreciates Yes. It. It's not like he doesn't appreciate your uh, delicious yes. cooking. So I thought, okay, let's see if he can, we can do this together. Will it be fun together, or will I be bossing him around? And both of those mm-hmm. things were true, Liz. And then finally, the unexpected thing we did was take an inner fitness workshop together. Okay. Mm. So h- how did it go? You're wondering how it went. Okay. <laughs> uh, the guided meditation. We both hated it. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it's just what a, did you hate about it? Uh, uh, it just, I found it, well, one, I was tired. So I can understand why when you started meditation classes, you went right to sleep. Yeah. Like our true. teacher did warn us, don't lie down. But I was just tired. By the end of the day, I'd done like six fitness classes and a hike. So Mm. I was sort of leaning back. I just didn't take me where I thought it would go. Yeah. Did I find lying down for an hour (laughs) relaxing? Yes. Didn't take me where I wanted to go. I looked over at my husband at one point. He... He was like doing an Excel spreadsheet in his head. I could just. <laughs> you could the thought <laughs> bubble down. over his head. He's that like, did not work. Yeah. So, you know, fine. Well, it takes a little practice. It does. Meditation. It you does. Get, you're not going to get it on the first try. It does. So we gave it a try. And there you go. And that's uh, first and last time. And then the yoga couldn't get him to go. Wouldn't, wouldn't get, oh. Just wouldn't do it. He just doesn't want to take it. Yeah. So like, not you know time. what? Not I have time. to. It's not his time. <laughs> it's not his time, Julie. I don't know what that means. It's not his time. Okay. The hiking. We had some surprisingly fun hikes. I have okay. to say Good. that. we Good. He's not a joiner, so they were group hikes, you know, led by the people who know how where mm-hmm. to hike and uh, and how to do it and how long to go. But that's not for him. So he did. Nobody's going to tell him where to hike. No, you mean nope. you were just hiking around in those mountains? You weren't even going with the guides? Exactly, Julie. Yeah. He did oh. some reconnaissance the first day. He did a 10-mile run. Jeez. And then we settled. I, he knew I didn't want to do a lot of elevation, but there was a fun obstacle course there. So a couple days, we did the obstacle course together. Just the two of you together yeah. doing an obstacle course? 
Okay, that's that hilarious. Sounds, and did you two enjoy it? We I mean, enjoyed it a lot. And he okay. was like climbing up the wall and like pulling up the barrel. And I did a few things. I mainly was worried about injuring myself, going over some things and under the netting. But I enjoyed the walking part and watching him. So that was good. Okay. And every morning we got up at like 6 a.m. and did that. So good. Busy, busy, busy. We did it. Yeah. So that that worked. Okay. The cooking class. We both really enjoyed it. Uh-huh. But my wow. hus- my husband has no feel for cooking. Like at one <laughs> I mean, you didn't all- laugh at him, did you? Leah? I didn't, but he had to do roasted cauliflower. That was it was delicious. Roasted yeah. cauliflower with a little mint. That's a nice mm. herb to put mm. on it, Julie. Herb it up with the herb mint. It up. Herb so, it up. Yep. But watching him put the cauliflower on the roasting pan like in perfect rows and everything. I thought I was going to go out of my mind. I'm like, just coil it on and spread it out. And then, of course, we couldn't fit all three roasting pans in, so we just had to pile it on and spread it out. But we had a lot of fun. I made the farro salad. He made the roasted cauliflower. Other people were cooking. It was super enjoyable. We really enjoyed Valerie, who taught the class. We had a delicious meal together. Win, win, win. Great. Will we be doing more cooking at home? I would do it if he was Uh into it. It's just not his time. How about how about hiking around <laughs> around Pasadena, Leon? You know what? We every Saturday now because we're empty nesters, Julie, or as my son likes to say, "Wow, you guys are old." We do hike. We do walk the dog four to five miles every Saturday. Okay, that's together. Maybe set up your own obstacle course together. in the backyard. That's what we need. Because <laughs> we have that arroyo, so it's like a hiking trail. And then we yeah. go up hills and stuff. Okay, but the the real surprise, you guys, was the workshop. Okay, we took this inner fitness workshop and. And it was billed as like listening to your inner voice, learning to choose love over fear, developing emotional fluency. Mm. These are all things my husband has never considered in his entire (laughs) life. Okay. (laughs) So, and it was led by a really good life coach, Emily Bornstein. She teaches every month at Rancho La Puerta. So this is a dynamic program. It's a five-part series. And I thought like, Let's just go to the first one again because I'm writing this article and Mm -hmm. I said, we're going to try this stuff because we're really uptight. So let's go. And so we went. And what surprised me the most was the next day when there were many activities, he goes, are we going back to part two of the workshop? I was like, oh, my gosh, there's (laughs) breakthrough, (laughs) breakthrough. Liz, emotional fluency. We were getting to some. You're working your way up that ladder. Julie Lynn's holding up a big emotional fluency ladder. Yeah. She was fantastic. And I we're gonna put a link at the website because honestly, yeah. you can go look her up and you can look up this inner course that we did, this inner guidance course. I actually say think it was great. Like I am open to things like this. Have yes. I ever I've never gone to a life coach and but she was fantastic, and I feel like everybody could learn something. Sure. Yes. <laughs> everybody has some work to do on themselves. No doubt. I'm at the, that's, that's what I know at this t- point in my life. Mm-hmm. Everybody has could do could use a little work. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, our journey as a couple, the first day we came out, we're like, oh, yeah, we know some people that need this class. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, day two, we're like, oh, yeah, I, the, that person right there, they are stuck in that trap. And by the third day, we're like... Oh, this is us. Oh, she's talking about us. Oh, we're those people. Really? Yeah. So that's yeah. the that's growth. Well, that's growth. Yes. Lian. Personal growth. Thank uh, you. As a couple, I'm. I'm. That's impressive, Lian. Thank uh, you. Thank good. you. 
And and then because it was driven by him, I'm like, okay, well, fantastic. So we really enjoyed that piece of it. It sparked a lot of conversation, which That's is good. When you've been married as long as we have, any you're desperate for new avenues of conversation. <laughs> That's right? good. Well, it's nice. It's nice to try things and then, but to not to mock it. It sounds like it really was. If you're open to new things, you can have some personal growth from That's it. That's exactly yeah. it. Like he was yeah. taking notes, and you know, we were thinking it through afterwards. And I sent him her website after, just so he could have it for his files if he wanted to print anything out. And yeah, we really, really enjoyed it. So That's I have great. to say that was kind of a win-win. The hiking, surprisingly good. Yeah. The cooking and the workshop, the inner growth. That's three things in the course of one week. That's a lot. I think it's pretty good. As a couple. Yeah. So now All right, Lynn, one final question. Yeah. Do you think you would go back as a couple to uh, continue this personal growth journey you two are on now? I do. Like I liked when he said, you know, we, we could come back for just the four-day stint. And this is, you know, he was sort of into it. And they actually have a couple. They have a week that's called like getting close to people or that's not the name of the week uh, the, uh, the, it's like the art of that coming sounds scary actually getting <laughs> close to well i want to say it's like couples week but they mean yeah. it like you can be a romantic couple or you could be a mother daughter or father son or you know mm-hmm. you don't have to be a romantic couple mm-hmm. they have a couple okay. of special weeks that may be a bridge too far for him but um he would definitely go back uh, we enjoyed it and i have to say good for us <laughs> Good I mean, for you, really, yeah. You know, yeah. 26 years. It's it's hard to right, embrace man. growth at this point. You get stuck in some trenches, Liz. Yeah. Or, yeah. I believe they're, you get their trenches. Okay, <laughs> she's circling things on the traps. emotional fluency ladder. Self-pity, confusion, <laughs> hostility, self-righteousness, and just you're freaking numb occasionally. Those are traps, Those Liz. are all traps. They're Those all... are all traps, but you can go up the ladder, Liz. You yeah. can keep climbing up the ladder. You don't have to What's stay at the very top of that ladder? Okay. Love. Lo- oh, yeah. Okay. Love, happiness. Yeah. Well-being, okay. satisfaction. Passion is yeah. at the top of the ladder. Right. We'll take it. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I mean... Good for you, Leanne. Yeah. Congratulations Thank you very to much. both of you. Thank you. Well, while you were uh, working your way up the ladder, Leanne, I uh, went back to Brooklyn. This is my Urban Nana report. Um, I was there visiting my two grandchildren, Evelyn. Uh, our rela- my relationship is going very well, and Josephine. Uh, but I also managed to arrive, sisters, in time for that giant heat wave that gripped most, or you know, a good portion of the country. That and, looked and so bad. On the you know, news tour. you know. Here's, and I know, Liz, you've lived in New York. Leon, yeah. you've lived in New York. And you know what I was saying about New York City? That you know, different parts of the country, we have heat. We have a lot of heat in Dallas, Texas. Okay. I mean, I, I am not afraid of hot weather. Uh, I'm really not even afraid of cold weather because I lived in Moscow, Russia. But you know what they have in New York City? That's not dry heat. They have dirty heat. Yeah. Is what they have. <laughs> It's true. Oh, my gosh. It it is a particular kind of grime that, like, envelops you. I mean, it was too hot to go to the park by 9 a.m. That all the play equipment in the park, the swings, the jungle gym, they were hot to the touch. (laughs) The children were going to burn their hands. They were going to have a lovely block party on Will and Lauren's block. How fun. This was going to be great. One of their neighbors is a professional DJ. He had moved this big sound machine outside. They had gotten permission. They had opened up one of the fire hydrant and they had sprinklers going. 
it was too darn hot. Children were literally melting there. Oh. So, I mean, that was bad. Liz, it was too hot for the MTA. On one t- at one point on Friday, the, the, the one, two, three, four, and five trains came to a complete stop at rush hour because somehow they lost communication with all the subway trains and the MTA did not know where these trains were. So they just shut down all lines. And And you know, people were trapped in the cars, all the cars. Yeah. People were trapped in the cars. A miracle. It was a miracle that we were stopped at a station and I was able to get out and walk the rest of the way. But that was like, Oh, wow. That sounds So it was just, you know, it's just a dirty heat there. It's really hard. But I did, I did, I was there to see my grandchildren and also to check on my son. As we have talked on Satellite Sisters, my son developed the Guillain-Barre syndrome and uh, he has, you know, he's made a recovery from it. But so I went to go see him on Friday at his offices. He invited me to come to his offices. He mm. introduced me as his mom around the office. Wow. Had you ever been there before? I know. No, I'd never been there. I really wanted to take pictures, but I, I, I just held it together and just, you know, tried to <laughs> not, not ruin it, not ruin it. Uh, so I was there, I was walking around in Midtown. I was going to meet him. Uh, and, you know, one of the things when you're in New York you know, you have to like really walk fast. Now I'm a fast walker, but you know, when you go to New York, everybody is walking fast, but not anymore sisters. Now walking in Midtown is actually, I think a hazard because so many people are stop suddenly and pose for a picture of themselves. Have you seen this? There's just in Europe, in Rome and Paris, it was the same, like just everywhere. Like too many selfies. Yeah. Yeah, people are just posing all the time. So I was nearly running into them. So that was that was not too good. Uh, I did. I I love to people watch when I'm there. I did not. I saw lots of fun sunglasses, which was one of you know uh, our oh, yes. fashion trends for the summer. Yeah, lots of lots of great colors. No bandanas in oh, New York City. No bandanas. Okay. Good report. All right, but here's the thing that I'm going to add to the fashion uh, fashion list for the summer, and it's not too late. I know it's uh, towards the end of July, but you, we have plenty of summer left. Every man, woman, and child in New York City is wearing big white sneakers. What's okay. up with that? They're all wearing <laughs> just plain this? white. That's the look. Yeah, just big white sneakers. Mm-hmm. I really on the subway where I was nearly trapped. I looked down. I was like, how do they keep them so white mm. uh, in this? in the subway. But that is really a thing. It doesn't matter whether you're wearing shorts or a dress or a suit. Everybody's got white sneakers on. So add that to your list with your bandana, your fun sunglasses, some big white um, uh, kimono. (laughs) Okay. Now, Now, over in Brooklyn, I am sorry to say it is still nonstop kale over there. I, I mean, I really thought, Liz and Leanne, that by now people would be giving up kale. You know, yeah. like we would have moved on, like maybe bok choy or something like that. But, you know, iced kale, you know, smoothies because it was hot. <laughs> no, that's terrible. You know, mm. it's just kale salad, kale, everything stuffed with kale. I just, uh, I just, I, I'm hopeful that in, that some other vegetable is going to supplant kale Rise at some up. point. I I thought I thought so, cauliflower was the new kale. I thought with all that, like when even Liam's husband is roasting know. cauliflower, you know, like cauliflower is on the move. 
I know it does seem like it, Liz, but maybe it was too hot for ca- cauliflower. <laughs> Yeah. that week. But as I said, my, my, one of my principal reasons for being there was to check on my son. And now he has given the medically, he is clear. Uh, but as anyone that has ever recovered from an illness or surgery, you know, like just because the doctor said you can go back to work, it doesn't mean you've made a full recovery yet. You know, mm-hmm. I think people think, oh, you're back at work. So you're back to a hundred percent. Well, maybe not. And, and I think it's, you know, I just wanted to be up there to kind of support him, uh, you know, and so support, you know, as, cause they're a busy couple, they have two little kids and just, you know, do some babysitting so that they have a little extra time. Because I think that's one of the things that many people who are, you know, when they're recovering, they don't have enough, they don't, it's really hard to get your energy back, even if you're medically clear, to yeah, really feel yeah. like you right. have the energy to do that job. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. yes. So with this Guillain-Barre syndrome, he's just still very fatigued. Is that what it is? Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we, we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day, just look no further than Osea. Spoil the moms in your life with the little luxuries from Osea. The moms, the stepmoms, the bonus moms, the people who bring a touch of something special to your life, aunts, grandmothers, they would love a little Osea this Mother's Day. And you can get 10% off your first order by using our code SATSISTERS at OseaMalibu.com. And Liz, you know what every mother and mother figure needs? What? More moisture, Liz. They need more moisture in their skin. <laughs> in no their kidding. skin. I mean, really, the creams, the lotions, the oils. I love it all. That duo they have going. Oh. Like, you can't miss with the duo of Osea. Liz, the mega moisture duo. Yes. You can you can literally see your skin get firmer. And it just delivers <laughs> this full body glow. Okay, you know we have raved about the Andaria Algae Body Oil. Mm-hmm. Well, Pair that with the Andaria Collagen Body Oil. Youthful, yeah. Liz. Your youthful yeah. glow is going to happen. <laughs> and it's infused with Osea's signature Andaria seaweed. So it just smells so delicious, doesn't it? I know you're talking about giving it as a gift. I also suggest just giving it to yourself <laughs> because you're worth it. <laughs> that's, that's true. That is absolutely true. Okay, that moisture duo I mentioned too is a great value because you can save 16% plus the extra 10% with our code Sad Sisters. So this is it. This is a win, win, win Mother's Day gift. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code Sad Sisters at oseamalibu.com. And you get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Osea is spelled O-S-E-A. So head on over to oseamalibu.com and use code SATSISTERS for 10% off. Thanks, Osea. Well, some of it is, some of it is fatigue. He, you know, he does his physical therapy, um, you know, and, and all of that. But I just, I don't think he's like full strength yet. Mm. And I think he would admit to that as well. So, you know, and, and we talked about ways to build his energy through, through maybe through yoga, and maybe through Tai Chi, any, any way to get your energy back. Um, even though medically he's doing fine. So, okay. Well, 
that's, you know, it's good to hear that medically he's in the clear, at least. Yes. If he has enough time and support from Urbanana and others, he can get his energy back. Okay. Well, that was nice of you to be there. Under I was the... happy to be there. He finds uh, having a big kale smoothie every morning helps him. <laughs> okay. So that's where you, you part ways. We do part ways, Sir <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. All right. Excellent report. All right. Stay with us. We have wedding news coming up. Uh, we we're going to talk about astronaut training. And then, of course, we have entertaining sisters. But first, we want to thank a couple of sponsors. Okay, Leah, now even though, you know, title of today's show is Prepare to Hodgepodge, we do have some actual news. You had a uh-huh. story you wanted to share from Oregon about high school students who have made a change in the law there. Yeah, Liz, this really caught my eye because, you know, I like to pay attention to things happening in high schools. My kids are no longer in high schools, but I found it to be um, just a very volatile period for kids' mental health. Mm-hmm. You know, there are tons of studies that have come out about how this is a, a the most depressed generation, the most anxious uh, generation. There's so much pressure on them for college. Social media adds a whole less le- level of pressure on them that we just absolutely did not deal with. Yeah. And, I, you know, what happens in high school, it seems at that high school age, is things that are maybe small problems in middle school become really serious problems in high school. So I was interested to read about this group of kids in Oregon, these high school students who lobbied the state government and were successful in getting mental health days approved as a a legit excuse for missing school. Mm -hmm. And I know it would be tempting to say, oh, that's coddling, because I think people throw around the term mental health day when they're yeah. really just like getting their hair cut. Yes. But, you <laughs> right. know, right. Yeah. I mean, that's sure. sort of a joke. So it has been. But these high school kids, they're in it and they've seen it. And they were inspired by the Parkland kids who they saw create some real change. And and they saw their classmates struggling with mental health issues. And you're not really allowed to call the office and say, I, I'm having an anxiety attack. You have to mm-hmm. make up an excuse uh, like, oh, I have a cold. And so. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 I mean, so their point was like, if it's a legitimate excuse, then we that in and of itself destigmatizes the anxiety and depression that pops up in so many American kids in high school. Yeah. You know, and yeah. if you can name it and say it, mm-hmm. then you can start to deal with it and treat it and have conversations. And I just thought that was a really interesting piece of legislation that could be easily misrepresented if you just read the headline you're like oh that's ridiculous yeah but then when you think about it in action there you know they had people like the parents of a suicide survivor or suicide um victim victim, Mm -hmm. yeah a young girl who took her life by suicide and the parents testified like this would have been really helpful for us you know she was only 14 Mm. like this is just beginning so young so young Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see if other states follow suit, Leanne, because, yes. uh, you know, it. I think it is a, unad- you know, it's an unaddressed issue, um, teenage mental health and what's the best way to do it. And it, as you said, it does destigmatize it. Right. And, and, you know, right. If you have to lie about it, you're already... Mm-hmm. Sending it. the wrong message. You're already yeah. sending right. the mm-hmm. wrong message. So, mm-hmm. so good, good for those kids. I think that's a really important step forward, and I hope other states do take a look at it. I hope they do. You know, it, it, suicide is like the number two cause of death of kids. That's so in shocking, it's, isn't it? And the rates for girls are going up every year. It used to boys used to far out, outpace 
uh, girls, and now that's not the case. So, so these are important issues and good for so these So you have kids. to start trying some new things. Yes, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. The current mm-hmm. system is not serving mm-hmm. kids well mm-hmm. in this, this, this fishbowl that they're living in now yeah. in social media. So good for those kids. Okay, well, here is something that swept social media last week, sisters, and I'm sure you saw this all over your social feeds, the side-by-side portraits of your friends at their current age and then at some future unspecified age. I'm, I'm not really that interested in aging myself, so I didn't do it. But did either of you do it, The face use the face app? I didn't see oh. it till days after. Like, I was busy working on deadline on a couple stories last okay. week. So then I was like, what? And by the time I saw it, it was already exposed yeah. as a fraud. Okay. Uh, listen, Leanne, I'm already old. So I didn't need the app <laughs> to make my face look old, you know? Uh, uh, uh. Okay, so it sort of swept through all of our Facebook pages. And then all the stories broke about how it was a Russian app. And don't mm-hmm. download Russian oh. apps because then it would upload all the data on your phone. And then that was not true either. But then some senators still said it, quote, posed a national security threat and people started to freak out about it and delete it. So I felt really smug about it at first that I hadn't done it. But then I realized that every week at Operation Sea Turtle on the Facebook group, I (laughs) upload a photo of myself. So I'm not exactly faking out the Russians at this point because there are plenty of photos of me on Facebook. But then the Russian company called Wireless Lab, this is the company that invented the app, they told TechCrunch that, oh, you don't need to worry because they only store your photos in the cloud for 48 hours and then they all go away. So I just want to say. Don't believe that. Exactly. I don't think you should Julie, believe that. Right. That was my last thought on this story. If you believe Russian data mining companies, well, there's nothing I can do to help you at this point. There's not, nothing more about that we can say if you believe what they tell you. Uh, never mind the American data mining companies for that matter. So then I moved on to a more positive technology story, which is astronaut training. Uh, This made me really happy. You know, last week was the 50th anniversary of the moon landing. So it was like all moon all the time. And NASA has decided that we are going to go back to the moon. So I was very happy to see this story. The headline in the L.A. Times was soon a female moonwalk. And the deal is that NASA's, uh, NASA has a new lunar astronaut program to train the astronauts who are going to be the next ones on the moon. And they have vowed that the next time a pair of astronauts set foot on the moon, one of them will be a female. So, okay, yay, but it's about damn time. But yay, okay, <laughs> yay. I mean, there have been a lot of women in space yes. since the fabulous Sally Ride broke that glass mm-hmm. ceiling. Um, but You know, it was only men on the moon, so now women are going to the moon. But as part of this, they have named their new lunar program. You know, it was Apollo. Well, the new program is Artemis. Oh, And, Leanne, when I hear the word Artemis, when I hear the name Artemis, I naturally think of you. Thank you, Liz. Would you care to tell us who Artemis is? Sure. Well, Artemis is the goddess, the Greek goddess of the hunt, is how most people know her. Mm -hmm. You see her on a stag. She's often portrayed as, you know, naked on a stag with a bow. Mm -hmm. Uh, She is the goddess I actually did my senior thesis on in college, the origins of the goddess Artemis. Mm -hmm. But interestingly, you know, uh, she is also the goddess of, she has a lot of duties, including, including like childbirth, and death, which 
Seriously, because those two were so those two things were so closely related in the ancient world because childbirth Mm -hmm. was so dangerous and continues to be dangerous. Mm -hmm. So childbirth and death. Also sort of a girl's coming of age. There would be ceremonies where you'd pray to Artemis again, like, "Uh oh, now Mm -hmm. you're a woman. Things Mm -hmm. could go horribly, horribly wrong for you. Mm -hmm. But the Artemis most people think about is the one on the stag. Like, she had a guy chasing her. She wasn't into it. Looked at him, turned him into a stag. Done. <laughs> Done with him. So she's like a strong... Oh, that it could be that easy, Yeah, yeah. Strong, yeah. powerful, naked woman riding through riding through the world on her own terms, okay. is what I would say. So that's what we want to see. Role yeah. model for us all. So, so Artemis is the name of the new uh, NASA uh, space program. She is also the twin sister of Apollo, the sun god. So she's also known as the goddess of the moon as well, right? So... Right. Anyway, that's what it said in the paper. You're okay. looking like I'm wrong. Okay. Is no, that no, no, I trust your judgment. Anyway, no, no, I'm sure I just want to say I was thinking, wasn't that Athena? But okay. okay. I right. just want to say, Artemis, great to see you back in the headlines. We're just happy to see you. <laughs> happy to see Artemis back <laughs> in the news. <laughs> well, can we stay on the moon theme? Because I would like to recommend to both of you and to our satellite sisters a, a metropolitan uh, exhibit in New York. Um, it's for the 50th anniversary of the moons, but it's it's on photography, photography of the moon, and it's through the ages. And this is this exhibit has it's five different galleries of the role of photography played in scientific study and artistic interpretation of the moon. And it starts from the earliest sketches that were inspired by the works of Galileo. To never be, never, uh, you've never seen these all together. That they, um, they is, it's a French atlas that displayed these two French scientists when they first discovered photography. One of the first subjects was how can we take pictures of the moon? And these two scientists took 14 years to uh, take a photograph of every facet of the moon and they have them laid out in the galleries. They're absolutely amazing pictures. And until we did our arc, you know, NASA did our own moon shot. These were the scientific basis for most study of the moon. So it's, it's really, really amazing to see included in this exhibit. They have live feeds of the moon landing, and then they have a whole nother uh, two galleries of art that was inspired by the moonshot. And one of my favorite items that they have in there is there was a period of time, a short period of time where Paper dresses were very popular, and they have one in there that has a giant rocket on the front of it. So it's really neat to see. Uh, This is an exhibit at the Metropolitan Museum. It's there through September 22nd. But if you happen to be in New York, I would highly recommend it. It's a great exhibit to see. Oh, that sounds okay. great. Thanks, Julie. Right, Julie. Yes, of course, she is Apollo's twin sister. Yes. I, I just, yeah. Okay, we got that. But now <laughs> we're going to talk about weddings, right, yeah. Leanne? Yeah. Okay. Well, and now I, I'm going to start off, and I don't want to be a judge, so I'll let you be the judge of this. Amanda <laughs> Knox, who, who you know that was apparently wrongfully imprisoned for the murder of her roommate in Italy. Well, she and her fiancé, Christopher Robinson, um, are getting married. And they announced, uh, and this was in People Magazine, a crowdsourcing site for their wedding because they want to have, quote unquote, the best party ever. 
So they don't need more stuff. That's what they said. But for a $25 donation, you can help their family and friends to have the best party ever. They're looking for, you know, they'll use the $25 towards lights, sound, props, and costumes. If you want to give $500, sisters, then they, when they play Madonna's Lucky Star at their wedding reception, uh, they'll do a shout out of your name. At the at the party, I don't know how you're going to know, but that's that's going to yeah. happen. Now, thousand dollars, they're going to send you a book of poetry that they love poetry that they wrote, and for two grand, if you want to go that big, then they will actually send you a personalized video. So I don't know. I mean, uh, Amanda Knox was in the news most recently because she was back in Italy for the first time since she was in pis- prison testifying for the Innocence Project of Italy, Mm -hmm. which, you know, is a great organization and um, helps, you know, you know, get people who have been wrongfully incarcerated out of prison. Um, And she has over 50,000 followers uh, uh, on Instagram. But somehow to me, it just seems that she's trading on her notoriety in order to fund a really the best party ever. But no kidding. What do you think? I mean, I I have no problem with Amanda Knox. I mean, she seems like she kind of got railroaded and, you know, I'm glad she's not riding in jail in Italy. But why on earth would I want to pay for her wedding? (laughs) I don't. That's what I would say. I don't understand any crowdfunding. Yeah, I I, I mean, I just don't I I don't get it. Like, unless I literally know the person. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just I don't know. You feel like you're being manipulated. I don't know. Yeah. You know, some, I just, yeah, if you want a $10,000 wedding, you know, throw yeah. a $10,000 wedding. Why? I, or if you want to take a trip to Europe, like you see crowdfunding, like, oh, my son wants to go on a program to Europe. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Okay. It's a part of the share, again, the sharing economy. I'm like, I don't, what? <laughs> I don't yeah, I don't I, I don't understand I, I don't understand why you would want to do that, but obviously they think people will want to contribute, right? So yeah. I guess so. I don't get it. Yeah. Well uh, this is the it. part of celebrity culture that I just don't I don't get at all. Yeah. Well you don't have to donate. That's yeah, no, the good true. news. No one has and, uh, to donate. Okay. I will not be donating. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but here's another story about weddings and uh money that really kind of broke my heart from the New York Times. The headline was written by Rihanna Picton James, uh, go broke or go home bachelorette parties. And she wants to answer the question, what happens when friends are consumed by wanting their bachelorette parties to be picture perfect at any cost? Now, with the rise of social media, Liz and Julie, uh, what you've seen is these bachelorette parties have become de rigueur for people who cannot afford $100,000 bachelorette right. parties. Like, you cannot it's compare crazy. yourself to an Instagram influencer who's getting that weekend in Las Vegas completely free. Right. But some modern brides feel they do. And so this column was written by a woman who was invited to be a bridesmaid at her, you know, longtime friend's wedding, which included a lot of expenses, including this really over-the-top bridesmaid party that she knew she could not afford and when she actually spoke up and said you know i just can't make this budget Mm -hmm. they cut her off the list and eventually out of the wedding party 
Really? Yeah, the See, this is so sad because yeah. I mean, these are these are women that were satellite sisters to each other. You assume mm-hmm. that, right? Because yeah. they, you know, you the bride asked them to be in, you know, her wedding. They're her closest friends, and to have it all come apart, you know, over you know over expenses and over this sense that you've got to post, you know, the the most trendy uh, bridesmaid party, uh, bachelorette party. I, it's real. It's it's got to stop at yeah, some point. That's a heartbreaker. That yeah, is you not really gonna, do, even the out of control weddings were, right. were getting me. But now all this bridesmaid stuff on top of it. How could you possibly afford that at I, the age most of these no. young women are? And it's and it's wedding after wedding after wedding. That's right. All your friends tend to get married. Right. <laughs> like it, in the, gangs. Yeah. Yes. And you know, do you really need the matching bridesmaid? You know. The the little um, the what am <laughs> the, I, the robes the robes the, bags, the robes right? I mean all yeah. of the things that you know special necklaces yeah. you know I know that some I've heard that some mother you know mothers of the bride that they end up paying for the batch for the bridesmaids to get together because they've recognized that these young they're young working people they don't have the money to you know to travel to go to all these exotic places and to have these over the top parties. Yeah, there's yeah. a whole other story on the growing popularity of the bridesmaids' robe. That's what I was trying to say, oh, Liz. See, I've never they, heard of that. Here they, of course you haven't. Here <laughs> oh, they yeah. all are in their matching bridesmaids' robes. I oh. see. So you've got to have matching bi- bridesmaids' look. But you just can't really. do that no. to your satellite sisters. No. And you don't, what you, what you won't remember years from now mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. is, you know, the specialty cocktails that you had at a bachelorette party. But no. you will remember <laughs> just the feel of, like, how great it was to have your friends together yes. at your wedding, right. you know, to be there. So, okay, a little perspective on that. Okay. Um, all right, now we're going to wind up this wedding block uh, with a block of cheese. Okay. <laughs> Wait, First what? All, this well, is somebody a, had a cheesy wedding? This is the greatest wedding announcement of all time. I know I say that a lot in the you New do. York Times. You do, Well, this is a perfect way to cap our summer of cheese boarding. Uh-huh. You know, we... Have a special relationship now with cheese. Yes. Uh, we have a lot of people cheese boarding on the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. We've reached out. We built a relationship with the Cabot Creamery. Mm-hmm. We have people posting about their dairy cows now on the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Like, we're pro <laughs> we're pro cheese, I think yes. is fair to say. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so here is Dr. Danielle Greenman and Stephen Gellert got married last weekend in New Marlborough, Massachusetts. Uh, now, she's a doctor, so good for her. She sounds <laughs> excellent and really qualified. But he is the executive vice president of the world's best cheeses, an oh. importer and distributor of cheeses and specialty foods, of which his dad is the president. The groom, mm. listen to this, listen to these qualifications, uh-huh. and Julie. The groom is an American Cheese Society certified cheese professional and, uh-huh. a, and a member of the Guild Internationale de Fromager. <laughs> I mean, wow. how you said that, Leanne. I didn't even know there was such a thing. Come on. I bet that's hard to get into. Woo. So it's like being a sommelier, but for, for fromage. We, mm. we. <laughs> I mean, those are some credentials in the cheese world. And this is it. They met. They Turns out they had mutual family friends. They met on a dating app. But, you know, they got some backup from uncles and stuff. Like, no, no, you got to go out with her. And, like, yeah. it sounds like it was love at first sight. But it was certainly love at second sight because the bride's is because the bride she was going to a wedding shower like a mm. week after she met him and she said do you want to come with me is my date now mm. that's a big risk couple that's, shower mm. weekend a lot to ask. Lot. and you know what he did liz he bought 15 of his top cheeses <laughs> to the wedding shower 
Okay, marry him. I mean, marry him. (laughs) And do I even have to tell you what they had for their wedding cake? Cheesecake? No, it was a stack of a dozen of his best cheeses stacked up. Wow. Wow. I mean, cheesecake is also a good guess. (laughs) But people posted pictures of those wedding cakes, those cheese wedding cakes on on the Facebook group, and I thought they must be kidding. And then, boom, verified New York Times. (laughs) Fromageurs. Fact. Fromage facts. Wow, so, I'm very excited Lynn, do you for that. See that this is that this is going to be a uh, new trend in weddings. There'll I hope be more so. cheese in weddings. More cheese. Yes, I'm hopeful. I'm that hopeful. would be good. That would be a good development. Yeah, fantastic. More uh-huh. cheese. Less bridesmaids' robes. More. More cheese. More cheese. Yeah, more genuine giving. So congratulations to uh, the Gellerts. I'm very happy for them. Yes. And and. <laughs> Right. You sound very happy for them, Liam. It's our, our summer of cheese. What <laughs> yeah. could be more perfect than ending our summer of cheese with the cheese wedding? <laughs> All right. We're going to uh, thank a few sponsors, and then we'll be back with a little quick entertaining sisters. Liz, you know we love talking about Framebridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting Framebridge experience. Would I, you I like did. to share? Would you like you know, to? I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids. And one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing to get the actual set list for the actual concert in Los Angeles. And we're like, oh, yeah, any day now, that's going to be in a place of honor in their home. Sure enough, Leon, they have already framebridged it and sent it to us with a picture. So I'll be in Bend next week, so I'll get to see it. But it's just excellent use of the framebridge resources, the Bruce Springsteen set list. Fantastic. And this is gift giving season. So if you have a graduation coming up, a wedding, a shower, Mother's Day, Father's Day, look around. I'm sure you have something fun you can frame and Framebridge can do it for you. It's easy and it's affordable to frame just about anything. You get fair and transparent upfront pricing based on the size of your item. There's a great selection of frames. And as we've said in the past, fast service, free shipping, great for gifts. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but Framebridge does. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this but sounds you like- you're going to be happy, okay? Yeah. That's just the Satellite Sisters promise. You're going to be out. You're going to be happy you did it. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or see a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's framebridge.com. Thanks, Framebridge. Okay, before we get into entertaining sisters, I just want to preview a little something we have coming up next week. Leon and Julie, uh, next week, my co-host on my other podcast, yeah, Rico Galliano uh-huh. is my co-host on State for Work. He's going to be joining us, which, you know, I know, Leon, you've met him. Julie, you haven't met him in person, but super fun. We have a lot of fun together on State for Work. But he's also the author of a book called Brunch is Hell, How to Save the World by Throwing a Dinner Party. So he's going to give us a little entertaining advice for the summer uh, while we're off, you know, in our backyards entertaining people. Also, he has his first child due in September. Ooh, that's exciting, Liz. Yes. yes. So I, I told him we could we could offer some advice. Sure. We not oh, only- I've got to, I've got some advice for him. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And one last thing. He texted me last week. He had been listening to Satellite Sisters, and he said, I have been to a cow canuffling farm in the Netherlands. He heard you talking about it, Leon. And he said, though, I did not canuffle any cow. Oh. I think he was doing a story. He used to work on Marketplace, uh-huh. and he would do these stories in various places. So he was doing a Marketplace story in uh, in Holland and went to a cow canuffling oh, farm. So just of course he has. So anyway, cutting edge. So he'll be here next week. That will be fun. Did you sit, tell everybody you made the list of good housekeeping? Did you no. tell people oh, that? No, yeah, yeah. Tell people that list. You Safe okay. for Work, number two podcast. Yeah, it's a, hot, it's a hot list. We were named the second best podcast of 2019 in this big list uh, that uh, Good Housekeeping published. And so that's pretty exciting. What's even more exciting is number one on the list was Serial, <laughs> season three of Serial. <laughs> And then the other people on the list, like the dropout, the one about, you know, Theranos. And yeah. Mm-hmm. That was under us on the list. Unbelievable. The, the moth under us on Good the list. Housekeeping, like, housekeeping seal of approval, Liz. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So I finally figured out, well, everyone needs career advice at one point or another, you know? Right. So, so we have a lot of fun doing the show. So do listen to that and you'll meet Rico next week. Great. Uh, but okay, so I was thinking about um, entertainment as we as we said at the top of the show. I got like halfway through that Chernobyl series that I'm like, I'm sorry. On top of everything else in the world, I just can't. I'm just gonna have to stop. I will get back to this. And so I sought some more, you know, refreshing, positive, fun entertainment on YouTube. So I have two videos I'm going to recommend. Maybe you've seen them. I don't care. Watch them again. I've watched them. <laughs> I've watched they'll make them you laugh. Dozens of times. Julie, I know you saw number one. Number one is Serena Williams versus those men from, it's a sports entertainment group in Texas called Dude Perfect. So it's yeah. the dudes from Dude Perfect on the other side of the net trying to return a serve uh, by Serena Williams. And the reason they did this is because... <laughs> This just makes me laugh every time I read it. In a global online survey, 12% of all men who responded actually thought they could return Serena Williams' serve. serve. And score so, a point. Uh, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, they could point. actually score yeah. a point against Serena Williams. So in a very delightful and fun way, not only does she prove that, oh, yeah, there's no chance of that, uh, dudes. But then she starts hitting all these targets. There are all of these goofy things that they do. You saw it, Julie, right? I mean, that she's hitting basketballs. Uh, she's hitting uh, tennis balls through basketball hoops. She's hitting um, She's hitting water balloons that are suspended overhead. I mean, it just, it's the amount of talent and skill. It was just <laughs> astounding. And the guy's reaction was the best because they were like, you're the best, Serena. And I just love it because during matches, she's so serious. She's so focused. Yeah. And this, you get to see Serena laughing. Mm-hmm. She is having a ball. And, uh, you know, it really does make you smile. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's a good one. The second one I want to recommend, again, you may have seen it. I don't care. Watch it again. Uh, last week, there was a new video that is Steph Curry in his car with his daughters in the back seat. Uh, his adorable daughters, Riley and Ryan, and they are singing You'll Be Back from Hamilton, which apparently he said in the message, he said, we've done this a thousand times, but this is the first time we've done it on camera. So it's actually 
it's an ad for Infinity. I don't care. It still made me laugh. <laughs> so Infinity tricked out the the big car with all the cameras. So it's like a carpool karaoke okay. oh. of Steph in the front seat. They start off with some funny kid jokes, and then he turns on the music, and they all sing along, and it is. Just one hundred percent delightful people like you. Uh, just they know like, all the words. They know they all the they, words. You know yes. they have uh, great dramatic facial expressions. The two daughters are adorable, <laughs> and they just really at the end he's like, "Okay, we really got to belt it out at the end," and they do. So when he says we've done this a thousand times, you can tell probably anytime they drive somewhere they sing along to Hamilton. And as a Hamil fan, hardcore Hamil fan myself. It just made me so happy. So there you go. Serena Williams video on YouTube. Steph Curry video on YouTube. I recommend. Excellent. Okay. Uh, Let's see. What else? Well, we'd like to thank Sergio Enriquez for engineering our show today. We would also like to thank our sponsors. Thank you for supporting our sponsors because they support us. So it makes the whole thing work. And uh, let's see. Okay, so next week we have Rico. We are pre-taping that show. So mm-hmm. if something happens in the world, we're not going to know. We're about not going to know about okay. it. So it's just a summer hodgepodge. <laughs> so just bear that in mind if you're listening. Uh, to do list, Liz. What do you got on your to do list? Well, sisters, I'm surprised that I'm saying this out loud for the first time in my life this weekend. I am going to Iowa. I don't know how it is that I are never... you running. Are you running for president, Liz? <laughs> is that why you're you're going? Just considering a last minute jump in. No, I am not running for president. I am actually like other than my podcasts, I'm working on a sports project that is in the track and field world. And this weekend in Des Moines is the USA Nationals. It's when the United States has uh, picks the team that will go to the World Championships at the end of September. So for a lot of reasons, I'm going to be, it's, in the, it's at the track at Drake. And so I'm going to be in Des Moines this weekend. And as I say, I've never been to Iowa. And I'm looking at the map, a bit like everything east of Iowa or north to south of Iowa. I've been to Minnesota, Missouri, Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana. I've been to all of those places. The other way, Iowa going the other way. Okay, I've been to Kansas, but no, never been to Nebraska. Anyway, whatever. Iowa. I'll, <laughs> Thank I'm, you. I'm looking for that Iowa. entire map to us. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want to think people to think that I never visit the middle of the country. Yeah. I've visited many places. So here I go. Iowa, here we come. Julie, what do you have? I am going to be practicing the Danish concept of Nixon. Have you heard this? No. Okay. Okay. I'll let you. This could be true or could not be true, but I'm going to do it either way. Nixon is a stress-reducing practice from the Netherlands, and Nixon literally means to do nothing. So you, in order to reduce stress, you do something like you stare out the window without a purpose. That is practicing Nixon. Mm-hmm. So oh, I'm going to okay. do that. Okay? You should try that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it could be fake. I think this could be fake news. They just want people to be staring out the window. With, <laughs> But I'm going to try it. So Nixon, here I come. There you go. Okay, Vivian, how about you? Anything on your to-do? Um, like... You know, uh, not really. I... <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am Maybe just... you'd like to practice Nixon too, Leah. Yes, I would like to practice Nixon. I'm just wrapping up a lot of stuff. I did mm-hmm. a lot of writing this week, a lot of other stuff. And so, uh, nope, just wrapping it up. Just wrapping it up. Uh, all right. We would like to wish everybody a good week. Yep. Sisters, have a great week. You too, Leanne. You too, Leanne. All right. And don't forget, call your satellite sister. <laughs>